Hey, everybody. This is the Legal Disclaimer, where I tell you that the views, thoughts, and opinions shared on this podcast belong solely to the person talking, which in this case is me, and not necessarily Brady or Brady's affiliates. Please note that this podcast does contain discussions of violence that some people may find disturbing. It's okay. We find it disturbing, too. Red, Blue, and Brady. In today's weekly wrap-up, we're covering a new medical study that shows the ripple effects of gun violence, the FBI is dealing with an increase in background checks, a billionaire is running for president, well, two now, but we're talking about just one, the ongoing issue of ghost guns and even what those are, and a note on a population that frequently suffers from gun violence but doesn't capture headlines. So you know how this goes, we're going to jump right into it. First things first, there's a new study by the University of Pennsylvania that maintains that gun violence causes most survivors lasting harm and that that harm extends beyond what bullets can initially do to their bodies. We've talked about this on the podcast before, but this is sort of a quantifiable proof of that narrative. The study looked at almost 200 adult survivors of gun violence in Philadelphia, and it found that nearly half of those screened positive for likely post-traumatic stress disorder, that's PTSD several years after they were shot, and that many of those folks also had higher rates of unemployment and drug or alcohol use than before they were injured. Let's just underscore this, right? Gun violence can't be discussed without acknowledging the repercussions that it has on the mental health of survivors, on their families and friends, on their communities, and honestly on the psyche of the country as a whole. Gun violence impacts nearly everyone, And here at Brady, we're determined to raise awareness and light of the mental health impacts of this violence. So if this study has you concerned and you want to support survivors of gun violence, there are ways to do that, right? You can be mindful that traumatic events cause emotional distress, um, particularly to survivors who are living and working in impacted areas, the loved ones of victims, uh, first responders, recovery workers, It's crucial that we remember the importance of checking in, checking up, and checking often to support people who may be in distress. This is especially true, I think, around the holidays or unfortunately almost every day now when we see a major shooting in the news, which might be really triggering for some people. Now, despite all of those stories in the news, people are still buying guns in record numbers. But in good news, a huge number of people are doing that legally. So the FBI is handling a surge in background checks this year. While the FBI doesn't track gun sales and multiple firearms can be purchased in a single transaction, which is something actually I didn't know. I thought you had to do different transactions for each one, but no, you can buy in bulk. The FBI's National Incident Criminal Background Check System, what we sometimes call NICS, is a way to sort of gauge market demand. And for the first time since the Bureau began conducting checks in 1998, the number of monthly checks has not fallen below 200,000 a month in 2019. That's huge. Black Friday now traditionally has been one of the busiest days for gun dealers and for the NIC system that determines whether a prospective buyer is a prohibited purchaser or not. Two years ago, the FBI was flooded with a record uh, 200,000 plus background checks the day after Thanksgiving, which was a single day record. And it looks like that record may be broken this year based on the fact that people are buying more guns every single month. 
Now, here's why this isn't a gun violence prevention wrap-up podcast, right? This is really good. The problem isn't necessarily people buying guns. It's the problem of people not buying guns properly, not going through a background check system. So the fact that people are engaging with the background check system the way they should, this is great. Hats off to every reputable gun dealer who follows the rules and does this. Continuing maybe in the vein of business news, the former New York mayor, Michael Bloomberg, I think as everyone already knows now, has declared publicly that he's going to be running for president. He has, I think, one big asset beyond the money, beyond his fame, which is that he has worked in gun violence prevention for a while. Bloomberg is the founder of Everytown and then its volunteer organization, Moms Demand Action, which is a huge gun violence prevention organization operating here. So it's a huge deal that Bloomberg is a supporter of common sense gun laws and in the race. But in troubling news, it has been confirmed that the 16-year-old boy who fatally shot two students and wounded three others last week at Saugus High School used an unregistered, untraceable ghost gun. Now I'm putting ghost gun in air quotes here. You can't see that because this isn't a visual medium, but work with me here, okay? So the shooter's 45 caliber uh, 1911 model replica semi-automatic pistol was assembled from gun parts and did not have a serial number. So a ghost gun is a term used to describe a firearm that's been made by someone that doesn't have a serial number or doesn't have any identification markings. And increasingly, these guns are made where people purchase gun kits and then assemble them at home. These weapons are a growing problem for law enforcement around the country, understandably, because the parts are easy to obtain and the guns take really limited expertise to build. In Southern California alone, federal authorities have said that one-third of all firearms seized are themselves ghost guns. This method of buying these kits and stuff online, it allows the purchaser, who can be, as was in this case, a minor or another person prohibited from owning firearms, to avoid the background check system required to purchase a ready-made gun. Now, hobbyists have sort of always use spare parts to create firearms. There's a whole community of folks online who do that. Internet purchasing has made it much easier for people to build a deadly weapon. And that is really, really dangerous. Finally, this week, we really wanted to call your attention to a community that's not often discussed in relation to gun violence, but absolutely should be. Native communities have the highest rates of fatal police encounters. A 2014 study by the Center on Juvenile and Criminal Justice reported that per capita, Native Americans are more likely to be killed by police than any other demographic in the U.S. In addition, gun violence in Native communities comes along with one of the country's highest rates of death by suicide. For example, in 2014 alone, on the Pine Ridge Reservation in South Dakota, more than 100 people ages 12 to 24 killed or attempted to kill themselves within a span of a few months. Think about that for a minute. More than 100 people in a few months. Today, Pine Ridge still has a rate of death by suicide that is 150% higher than the national U.S. average. So, as you visit friends and relatives over the holidays, and they in turn visit you, be mindful now of those who aren't with us because of gun violence, which does include suicide. Be mindful about safe storage of your firearms and ask those if you are visiting if there's guns in their home and how they can be stored. You know, an unlocked and loaded weapon can turn any family gathering into a tragedy, as can easy access to weapons for those who might be having a difficult time this holiday season. It's in our hands to keep those around us safe. And as you visit those you love, please remember, again, 
There are empty chairs at tables across the country. Let's honor them by taking action and preventing more loss. Thanks for listening. As always, Brady's life-saving work in Congress, the courts, and communities across the country is made possible thanks to you. And for a very special holiday ask, Tuesday, December 3rd, is Giving Tuesday. And I hope you'll think of Brady and make a gift by going to bradyunited.org slash podcast. You heard it right. Cash, not cast. Thank you all so much. Be brave and remember, take action, not size. (laughs) 